Let's go. Here we go. Let's go is on the air. Tom, we've got a real special guest today. We got the best of the best. Let's go is brought to you by Delta Airlines. Delta believes the pursuit of perfection is a never ending journey and every day provides new opportunities to keep climbing towards that. Let's go moment. Visit Delta.com to book today. So we got the best offensive player and the best defensive player. Tommy, introduce our guest. We got one of my all-time favorites that was uh, wreaked havoc for the team that I enjoyed, that I loved growing up. And uh, this guy was the most impressive defensive player. Keep it going. The the most impressive defensive player that I, you know, that, that that the league could have ever imagined. Wreaked havoc with every single quarterback that he faced, was dominant, was just physically dominant and physically skilled in ways that, no other player were at the time and continue to be. And uh, and I just think I'm so happy I never had to play against you because you try to break my back. I saw that a bunch of times too. That's the great LT. Lawrence Taylor joins us. LT, how are you, pal? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a great time and stuff. Uh, I uh, I was down for a little while because I had kidney stones and stuff, but I'm, I'm back out here uh, hanging out again. You know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be alive. My first thought to LT is, you know, when you obviously we love football, right? And I still watch a lot of it. Um, You so much revolutionized the way the position was played, you know, outside linebacker position. Is there anybody that you feel today that's the Lawrence Taylor of today or that you've seen since you retired that you go, man, I really love that guy's skill set? You know what? I got to say this. Uh, I do understand the the younger guys that are coming up that are are playing good football you know you look at parsons and you uh and you look at uh donald and you look at um the the white brothers you know those guys can play everybody can play but it's a era for everything you know yeah listen and back in my era i was i was pretty good you know um Nowadays, I don't think I could finish a game nowadays. I don't Why? think I could finish a game. Why? I mean, listen, listen, because of the rules. Listen, and, 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 and Tommy over there has benefited from some of the rules, but okay? Listen, that, okay, that's some bullshit because <laughs> I'm, don't even try to think you're not going to tell me from the hardcore uh, era that we played in. No, 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 no. No, no, no. A, you, were, hey, you are the best at what you do. You're the best at what you do. I, I, and I can, uh, and I always said Joe Montana is, is the best, but in his era. But you're the best at what you can do. Yeah, but you, you are the best, but you benefit from the rule. Well, okay, yeah, for sure. I agree. But I, but I say the rules now are a lot different even than when I started. You know, there's – I think the way that – and I've been on record for saying this as, as Jim's okay. told, I've told Jim a thousand times. I really don't like the way that it's gone because there's people like, you know, the, the real – every time you would have hit the quarterback, there would have been a flag. You know, and the reality is, is uh, there should be – defenses should be aggressive. There was a hit on Patrick Mahomes last night where he was running out of bounds, where he wasn't even out of bounds, and – you know, the quarterbacks need to learn how to throw the ball away. They need to learn how to read defenses so that they can get the ball out of their hands. I always felt like my best protection was getting rid of the ball. 
even in the course of my day, it would have been hard for you to sack me just because I knew how great you were and how fast I needed to throw the ball that day. I would be trying. You would have came after me. Now, you probably would have hit me a few times, but that ball, I knew that ball had to come out. I knew I had you rushing me on, you know, and I couldn't see you. So I had to get rid of that thing. The game has changed a little bit, you know. Uh, and it's just like a couple of weeks ago, I saw a running back get fined for trucking. What the hell is trucking? I know. You know, he, he ran over the DB. He got fined for running over the DB. I don't understand that. The game has changed a little bit. You know what? Hey. I like the era that I played in because it's, uh because if I was playing nowadays, I probably wouldn't last the game because you know because of the um the thing we do. You think you'd get thrown out, or you think you'd conform to the rules? Have you ever known me to conform to anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would get thrown out. I mean, yeah, I would. I would. It's been hard for me to play. I I I may. At the end of the season, owing them money. <laughs> Jim Gray with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. Our special guest is the great Lawrence Taylor. We're brought to you by Golden Nugget Hotel and Casinos with six world-class locations from coast to coast. There's no better place to stay, play, and win. Visit goldennugget.com to book your getaway today. LT, I always but, joke that, you know, me playing for me playing for Belichick for 20 years, you were the only player that Coach Belichick liked. Nobody, everyone had problems. Everyone, this, this, hey, this guy was good at this and not good at this. And Brady, you're good at this and not good at this. LT is the only person who didn't have a weakness. And I heard a lot of those stories. I know he probably going, ran you crazy with them. So I said, that's why he's such a great player because, hey, part, uh, Belichick is just, Keep throwing LT up in his face. I mean, but hey, listen, you are by far. I'm got, and I'm a little bit jealous because I, you know, I, I still love Joe Montana. Me too. But hey, hey, you are by far, and I don't know how. I don't know how you do it. But I'm telling you, every time I turn around and I think you're not going to throw a touchdown, you throw a touchdown. And every now and then you run. What the fuck you running for? <laughs> Well, I was, I was trying to run away from the big dudes who were trying to kill me, but I wasn't running very fast. So I was, I was looking right and left every time. I always said, the guys you know who aren't fast, when they run down the field, they start looking behind them because they know people are coming after them. The fast guys, they never look behind them because they just know that as soon as oh, they yeah. run from everyone, no one can catch them. Like when you used to pick up those fumbles and intercept the ball and run them back, you never looked back. You were just running straight because you know nobody was going to catch you. Time will tell you. I wish I could have played back in your era for I could see how you did all what you've done because you've done more, more than any other player could even think about doing. I mean, yeah, at, for, from a, an offensive point of view, and I'm sitting, I'm coming in, if I'm going into the game and I'm thinking how I'm going to have to play you, Wow, that's that's I mean that's a whole lot of work, man. What, what, what work. would you have done? What would you have done? You're gonna send people at you and stuff, but but you know if they've done that and you can't do that. Uh, hey, hey, sit, sit in the pocket when you get out of the pocket. Even though God, you hit a bad little runner for a white run, a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you have some great skills, man. I'm tell you what, hey, you should be, and I know you are. You should be very proud of what you've done uh, Thank you. for NFL, no matter what. Hey, listen, you should be proud of what you've done, and I know you are very proud because um, when we look at the best and think about the best and and reminisce about the best. Your name got to be on the top, on the top, uh, top level, on the on the number one level. Right now, you you're the number one guy in football that I haven't hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you have liked to hit the most in your career if you if you'd have had a chance to hit one of these guys today, LT, or or back when Tom was playing? Back to tell you the truth, man, I would have. Love to hit Phil Sims because he was on my team. He talked so much shit that they go, hey, you know, hey, I just wanted to hit him, but coach wouldn't let us hit him. It would coach wouldn't let us hit him. We're here on Let's Go with Lawrence Taylor. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by K Jewelers. It's the Cyber Week sale at K. Shop online with exclusive deals before they're gone. Now through December 6th, exclusions apply. Visit K.com. For details. Stay with us. Much more with the great Lawrence Taylor, Tom Brady. I'm Jim Gray. We'll be back here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbercast. If you're listening to Tom Brady's podcast and you're thinking, I wish I knew more about the last active athlete to be drafted by the Montreal Expos, then boy, do we have a baseball podcast for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're talking about Tom Brady. No, mostly we're talking about baseball, and you should join us and download Baseball Barbercast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. Let's go! Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady and Lawrence Taylor. Larry Fitzgerald will join us here shortly. Our program is brought to you by American Express. It's so easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle, smelling the game day concessions all the way from your seat. That's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex will be with you every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. What was your relationship? Well, what's your relationship now with Coach Parcells and with um, and with Coach Belichick? I talk to um, Parcells all the time. You know, Parcells was my boy. You know, a, uh, you know, I, I I cannot say anything bad about Parcells. I um, I I, I, I love him. Um, me and him, you know, we used to argue all the time, you know, because he thought it the New York Giants was his team. He's not his team. Is my team. <laughs> All right, so let's <laughs> So, uh, but um, he is—he's a great guy, Bill Belichick. I—I I never thought Bill Belichick was going to make it because when when Bill Parcells gave up the defensive coordinator's job and became head coach, he named Bill Belichick as um, the defense coordinator, and I was yeah. pissed. I mean, I was. I'm like, listen, you gonna let the special teams coach be the uh the defense coordinator. Yeah. But 
Parcells explained to me how most of the defenses that uh, Belichick incorporated were was his design. It was all his design, and um, and I had no, I have no problem. Or when we go into a game, I have no problem with the with the uh, the defense we're going to run because hey, if Bill Belichick says is hey, hey, it's going to work nine times out of ten, it will. He, I mean, yeah. he's a, he's, a, he's a good coach, and you know he's having some problems now because well, he had some problems when you left too. Uh, anyway, we're not going to talk about that, but um, <laughs> he's having some problems now. But uh, hey, hey. He'll get it back together sometime. Depends on where he goes. I agree. LT, who are the guys that when you played that you looked at because you were so talented that you looked at and you really loved their game and their style? Not that back when you were playing, the guys that you were like, he's unbelievable. What an incredible player that guy is. Back in my back in the days, you know, before my days, like Ray Nisky and and uh, Dick Buckus, uh, Buckus and, and stuff like that. And how how dominant they were as football players, right? One of them can do what I do. Okay, they can't do what I do. And and once I uh, realized that in the league there was only two or three people that could do what I do, you know. And every year they try to find a Nowadays, you know what? You guys don't even hit no more. Y'all, y'all, what is that thing on the head that y'all put that with all that rubber pad and stuff? What I is know. that? What they're, is that? They're trying to hey, put like a like a protective thing, and it's to limit the impacts. And they're trying. How many to people? Deprive. How many people yeah, do you think you put in? How many people you think you put in concussion protocol if there was such a thing back in the day, uh, Lawrence? How many guys? I understand. Hey, you got to understand. Not everybody is meant to live. Okay? I'm going out to kill somebody. It's not everybody is meant to live. All right? <laughs> I know that. I wouldn't have lived if I was out there. You, there would have been some shots. You would have broke me in half. No, 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 no. I mean, listen, you, you would have had enough people because that's one thing about you, Tom. You surround yourself with a lot of great offensive uh, linemen. You know what? Yeah. I don't even know how you get away with taking a dead goal, eight yard uh, drop or ten yard. How you get away with that shit? Who lets you get away with that? <laughs> you know what? Because if we played ULT the whole goddamn week, uh, the whole goddamn week, I would say. You know, this is the guy we cannot let him sack the quarterback four times. Like, if, let's make sure we have a tight end over him. We have someone trying to disrupt him, the running back. We cannot let him ruin the game. And that's what I think the best part about the systems I were in. And we could design different protections just to make sure that you didn't have the one-on-ones that you were going to win every time. Everyone knows you were going to win one-on-one every time against anybody. Now you would still win two on ones for sure. You make your own play. Uh, you call the play or do the guard? No, no, no. The coach calls play. The coach would, but there'd be a lot of input. Well, I he thought changed him. He changed him all the time you. too. He'd step up there. He didn't like what he saw. Believe me, I knew I would know every person that was blocking you on every play just because I had to because I knew that you were the one that was going to force me to throw the ball faster than I wanted to. So quarterbacks never want to throw the ball before <laughs> they're ready to throw it. 
We want to catch that ball like me. It's a hot potato in my hand. And the guys that can't run, we want to get it out fast. The guys who can run a little bit, I actually think it's dangerous because they hold on to the ball too, too long. Then they put themselves in situations to get sacked. You wouldn't think I'm the most sacked quarterback of all time. And then I think Roethlisberger's second. What but I play, oh, say that again. I'm the most sacked quarterback all time. So I've, I've you got to be th- kidding me. Yeah, well, I played a long time. I've never seen the NFL record for being sacked for sure. But the but 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 I will say this: the percentage of passes I was sacked was very below average. You know, because I threw the ball and I yeah. played a lot longer. You know, I five hundred and. 30 snake you probably got the number 500 plus you know probably another seven or eight hundred hits everyone think that i was a pussy out there i took every single one and i got my ass up because i i was never gonna give any defensive player any i wouldn't i didn't never wanted a defensive player going home but i knocked the shit out of him and he didn't get up so i, I made sure i got up wow that is um but i did i didn't even realize that or, or even hurting them i ain't think you got your i didn't think you got your pants dirty Doing a game. <laughs> I wish. I wish. As we continue here on Let's Go, sounds like we're having a good time because we are. Let's Go is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Lawrence, when all these when all these guys want to be you and and you're now recognized as, as the best to ever play on defense, how does that strike you? How does that hit you? How do you receive that? You know, it, it, it's great. You know, it, it, it's good to to have the the play a sport and 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 reach the top uh, of of your sport and stuff. You know, and and defense. I mean, far as defense go, I I look at defense. I'm saying there's there's not a defensive play you could run that I don't know how to defend against. Okay, it's, it's not it's not it, it, it's. I mean, an offensive play that. You, you can run that I don't know how to defend against it. Hey, listen, on a guy like uh, Brady, listen, at the end of the day, you just gotta, you gotta send bodies. You gotta send by some, you gotta give up somebody and you gotta send them, you know? But um, I look at it, man. I, I, I love the game. You know, I, there's been the good times and the bad times. I've been through both of them. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jack of all trades. Okay. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm okay. proud. You know, I, I'm proud to to to, uh, to uh, be in the game and 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 have people still, you know, thinking about me, talking about me. You know, shit, thirty years later, you know. You started late in your, you know, you started late playing because I know, like, even like in the youth in America, everyone is so hyper focused on getting their kids to the pros. You didn't even start playing football till you were. 14 or 15 right you played baseball you were a great baseball player too was there do you think do you think for you you there was a real benefit to you starting later playing football you know what um i was always been a baseball player right and i started like you know like say the uh, when i was in 11th grade um a, a coach challenged me to come out and play football and so i came out and for the first five or six weeks, they did. They wore me out. I mean, they wore me out. And I remember the second game of the season. Tony McCardle goes down, and they put me in, and I have a great game. And guess wow. what? The next week, I got better. 
And then I got better. And then I got better and got better and got better. And by the end of the year, I was all American. Okay. Wow. And then I kept it going on when I was my senior year. So I started liking football, you know, and, um, and, it, it, and it's pretty much the same thing in college. I got, I got my, by my sophomore junior year, I got better and better and better and better and better. And I did what I do, you know, that's what I do. Wow. And where'd you go to school? I mean, like Princeton or some shit like that? I went to, I went to huh? Michigan, and, and we kicked ass when I was there, too. <laughs> but I was still a late-round pick. You were, LT, were you motivated by not being the number one overall pick, or were you? did you have a chip on your shoulder for other reasons? Why were you such a oh, badass? Oh, no, no, no. Hey, uh, hey, listen. George Rogers, I, I, listen, I, 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 I think he's, he's a great running back and stuff. Now, should I have been the number one pick? It all depends on if you want to win or not. Okay. <laughs> I would have taken you number one. That wouldn't have taken me much. Yeah, that I wouldn't take me very long to figure out who the best was. Two things before we let you go, Lawrence. Two things. Anything you want yeah. to ask Tommy? You're a football player. Were you good in school? Were you like a, a student? I mean, did I you did. graduate? Did you yeah, did I you even go to class? I, I, I only huh? I only went to class to be eligible to, to play football. I, I I was I got I did well enough to get by. I had a decent GPA, but believe me, I was not in school to go to class. I was in school to go play football, and I I did fine, but I wasn't there to you know thinking about my master's degree or nothing like that. Really? So you was just a you was a ball player. I I wanted to be. A you ball was just player. just a straight ball player. I just okay, wanted, straight ball play. What was your record as a quarterback? What was your record in college? I was twenty wins and five losses at Michigan. We we're pretty good. We won two bowl games, and um, my 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 last two seasons, and um, and I was pretty talented. I thought I thought I'll probably go in the second or third round because I was I did I just didn't run a good forty time, and you know six rounds went by and I went one ninety nine. Was your forty seven seconds? It was at least huh? like 8.6 seconds or something like that. I was so fucking slow. <laughs> but you know what? I learned to pull the trigger quick. That's the only way I could get away with it. I wasn't going to run very fast. That's good. <laughs> Here we go, Lawrence. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, LT and Tommy. TB and LT never played on the field, but you both love golf. So maybe we yeah. can settle this out on yeah. the golf course. I'd love that. No, no. That'd be, I've, that'd be I've, a dream I've seen him play me. golf. No, 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 no. I've seen him hit balls. What's your handicap now? I'm probably, I don't know. I don't want to say it, you know, on the record because I think there's there's actually a gin scoring system. I'm probably like a seven or eight. Seven or but eight. I'm, but I'm improving. Okay, seven yeah. or eight. What are you playing, Um, 27 holes? Well, I'm going to bring my checkbook, and we're going to come out there, and we're going to play for a couple bucks. How about that? I look forward to it. I look forward to it, big guy. Hey, now, LT, LT, you got to admit this now on the air. We played golf one what? time out on a boat in the middle of the Hudson River and tell Tommy what happened. Oh, shit again. Come on, man. Yeah, but that's true. Hey, he says, I think it was somebody else. I don't think it was him, but uh, he said he outdrove me on the boat. All wow. right. Who took the trophy? Yeah, a driver. I had a pitching wedge. <laughs> Jim was a tennis player, so he actually hit the ball pretty well. He got a, he's got a nice – when he gets into it, he gets into it good. He's pretty athletic.
I know it doesn't look I like it, but hey. when he gets his weight in that thing, it goes pretty far. I tell you who Deco can hit some golf balls. The hockey players and highlight. You ever heard the game highlight? Sure. Yeah, it's in Florida. Them highlight players, man, they boy, it's unbelievable how far they hit the deck on ball. I'm telling you. Yeah. I got hey, I got one that's always my partner. So in a scramble, don't mess with me, okay? <laughs> hey, 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 Lawrence, we'll wrap it up with this. You're okay. the reason that the All Madden team exists. And I know that John Madden was a really important guy in your life. He was one of your best friends, and, and yeah. you learned a lot from him. As you see the game today uh, and and what the whole Madden enterprise became with, with the yeah. uh, gaming that uh, all these kids play and, and, and what he represented, what do you reflect back as we just celebrated his life last week? John Madden has always been there for me. If I – embarrass John Madden, then I embarrass myself. So if he says I'm playing good, I'm cool with that. You know, because hey, hey, this guy is, uh, he was something else. It was some, I like him. I respect him, just like I respect Bill Parcells. I mean, the same people. They are the same people. They, uh, If you get on their good sides, it, there's no better body better to have on your side than um, Bill Parcells or John Madden. LT, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time here on Let's Go. Thanks, LT. Love seeing hey, you, man. Tom. Yeah. One day, brother. Just if I just shove you. I just want to shove you. <laughs> I'm cool with that. There's a long line. You guys, they're a long line, but I'll put you right at the front. Okay, big guy. All right, buddy. All right, my man. Love you. Good to thank see you. Thank you, guys. So, Tommy, there was really nobody quite like this guy. I mean, Perhaps in, in your era, you've talked about Ray Lewis in the past. Yeah. Well, so he's, I mean, at, all you need to do is just YouTube Lawrence Taylor highlights, and you'll see the most explosive pass rusher, you know, I don't, maybe not, I think probably number one, but you could argue top three, right? As, as good as anyone that's ever played. And I think his athleticism, he dropped into coverage, intercept balls, he came up with I think the best part about him in my opinion was he always played big in the biggest games he played big in every game but he was a factor in every big game and it's a hard thing to do on defense because everyone when 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 they know you're really talented you're a great pass rusher the attention goes to you they're going to let everyone else you know have one-on-one matchups except you and he still would impact the game more than anyone else on the defensive front so that to me is the mark of an incredible player there's guys like that that are playing like said Aaron Donald I really think Von Miller is a very similar style in probably the, the middle of this last decade. You know, I played against Jason Taylor, Dwight Freeney, some really elite pass rushers. And, you know, you just, they just created havoc. I mean, literally, white, you know, I was wiping myself up off the ground trying to figure out how to, how to get back to the huddle after these guys were coming after me. And I'm very happy I never had to play against LT. Do football players fear other guys? Or are they past fear by the time they're on the field? I think if you're a tackle, you fear them. I think if you're a quarterback, you're aware of them. But you know when you see LT on the schedule, the Giants were coming to town and you're the tackle that's got to go against them, you're not sleeping much that week. You can't wait for that to be over because there's no hiding it. He knows where you're going to be. You know where he's going to be. And it's mano a mano. And a lot like, you know, the Michael Jordan. You know, you go one-on-one -on -one with Michael Jordan. You know, good luck. You know, they better figure out another way to defend. And it's the same way with a lot of the guys now. You just 
he was just so electric and the game changing plays that he made, you know, they're still, like I said, 30 years after playing, everyone's still talking about LT. And that's a true story about Belichick. He always found something critical to say about someone as a weakness. He never said anything about LT, which tells you a lot. Do you think he's part of the reason the rules have changed? No, I think the rule change really happened in 2011 and going forward. You know, the, the, the Players Association made player safety became the one thing that the NFL really would pay attention to. Whenever someone said player safety, player safety, player safety, player safety, nobody wanted to be seen on the side of, oh, no, we don't concern ourselves about the players. So now everything is still being said player safety, player safety. But in my view, we're making the product less. We're making it worse because – Guys need to be physical and need to play aggressive. And if quarterbacks are going to run aggressive, defensive players can be aggressive. If running backs are going to run aggressive, then you can play aggressive. And I'm not saying do anything cheap or against the rules. I'm just saying when you're in the field of play and you have the ability to protect yourself, it's your responsibility to protect yourself, not your opponent. Tommy, this was a lot of fun. When the best talk to the best. I know you guys hadn't spoken before. This was, this was really fun. This was really great. Thank you. I love talking to him, for sure. That was a lot of fun. All right, Tommy, we got the great Larry Fitzgerald coming up next. We will talk to you next week right here on Let's Go. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. That's Tom Brady right here on Let's Go, and our program is brought to you by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow their renewable fuels production capacity to 3.6 million gallons per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels. Hear our full-length interview with Lawrence Taylor right now on the SiriusXM app, included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Our thanks to our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, and to our sponsors, Delta Airlines, American Express, K Jewelers, Casamigos Tequila, Chevron, TB12 Sports, and Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Listen to the full version of Let's Go every week on the SiriusXM app, included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Now for Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, as well as our thanks to the great Lawrence Taylor. I'm Jim Gray. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.